0: This is Gemar and Ksubei Zaddaf, and i to begin with a bit of an apology on the lateness of today's year. Amir Hashem, going forth, and we should be back to our regular schedule. And all those who have been awaiting the Mishnah Bu'ashirim as well, you will see that Baruch Hashem we're slowly getting back into it. We hope to be caught up within the next few days. So says the Gemara on the top of and Aleph continuing the discussion that we began yesterday, which is when a woman, a kawa, is being sent from her father's household to her husband's household, at what point she's considered in the husband's household for many dinim we learned yesterday with regarding to the fact that the husband has to support her etc we learned that once she's delivered from her father's house to her husband's house she's considered a married woman as we'll discuss again today with regarding to the fact that if she is Mizana, she gets the punishment of a married woman but today we begin in the tabah in which the Gemara says Ve'imah and let us say, hecha veima hecha da hadjeru bein nasha. Maybe if she goes back to her father's household. Maybe, even though she has already been delivered to the husband, maybe she should go back to being in the father's possession. As the Tabrashi points out, like I just highlighted, is it considered as if she's not given over from that, which we learned yesterday, it sounds like, once she's given to the husband, 100% by the husband. But as I do know that. Maybe if she goes back home, she reverts back to being... Part of the father's household. So explains the Gemara, Oma, Ukvar, Paska, Tanat, Veer, already explained the The Veer, says The Pasik said that the Neder, the veil of the Almanah of a widow, Grusha, and the divorcee, and compulsively continues, whatever she makes forbidden to herself via this Neder it's binding upon her. So, what is this Pasik coming to teach us? What exactly is it telling me regarding the Nidariyim of the Salman Grusha? Says the Gemara, one second once this woman has been married and then she became an or Gusha, meaning her husband died or her husband divorced her but she was already in her life so she already left her father's household and he leaves her household. sort he of sort of floating between the two Ella so what else can be referring to so says the Gemara the part case harisha the body not a regular Hamana Agusha. It's referring to someone that's been given over from the the father's agents to the husband's agents. Or the father to the messengers of the husband. And then and on the road, her future husband, unfortunately, is nifter. Or this future husband decides, you know. Her. Somewhere in the middle, she left the father's household. She didn't make it to the husband. Her husband died or divorced her. So you know what it's teaching me. Once she leaves for one moment from the father's possession, show in a yechel author. Once she leaves the father's possession for father's possession for one moment, she's done. She's never no going to be considered again the father's power, and he can no longer be made for her nedarim anymore. So this woman who's floating in between is going to be considered of the husband. In continuing the Gemara, or I should say, concluding the Gemara, the din that we learned yesterday, that once she's brought to the husband's household, and again, let's remember, they didn't do a chubah yet. They didn't really consummate the marriage yet. But the chiddish that we're learning is once she's being delivered, being sent, she has a din, she has a law, as if she's part of the husband's household already. So Amar Abba hones it. This dinner we saw mitanina, he says I learned in the Mishnah as well. Habo so al Naira in is body with a naira. A noi chaib is not obligated. So Only dime one is obligated. As we'll see, referring to khanak when it's obligated the strongest death penalty, is only if she is considered a naira. A virgin never had relations. Mu'rasa, that was. in her father's household, which of course is a little bit contradictory. What is she? Is she in the father's household? Is she married yet? So explains the Gemara. She's a naira. It means she's between the age of 12 and 12 and a half. She's not yet a. But yes, she did not reach the age of 12 and a half. What does that mean? she never relations yet. what does that mean? V'lo nesua, kamit the she never so what? It said that she's in her father's household. What? the one she's merely given over, she gets the status as being married even before the and before the nisuin, once she's given over to the Shluchah of the Baal, once she's given over to the messengers of the husband, that, a mere giving over, is enough that she's now considered possession of the husband, and henceforth, she will get Chanec. And I learned the same thing. I learned the same thing. when a married woman, the the husband's possession for Nesu and Afal even though they were not boyal yet she did not sleep with her new husband yet she did not still if they are together that man is obligated So what do we see over here? The mere entering into the possession of the husband even without a full chobah without a full consummation of the marriage still obligates one who was with this woman as chanak. A father is not obligated to support his daughter. We'll see this is that while the father has a daughter, while the father is alive, he's not obligated to support her that sons that it says in the ksuba that the sons inherit the money in the ksuba and the daughters are sustained from the husband's properties. So what? only after nifter so to the daughters in so to the daughters is no longer so we're learning here. the highest level on the biblical level the is not the, excuse me the father is not obligated to provide sustenance for his daughter so, of course wondering as the Gemara now is now going to explain that the case of the Mishnah was B'mizayinayis B'tayi The daughter. So says the Gemara. The clear implication of the Mishnah is that the Mizainites of the daughter, specifically, that the mother is not obligated in. But the, the sustenance of the son, to give food to the son, it sounds like one is obligated. Explains the Gemara that what it mean when the Mishnah said you don't have to support the daughter. Explains the Gemara, it just means there is no mitzvah but there is a mitzvah. So there's a mitzvah. There's a positive commandment to to provide for one's daughter, but there is no chiyah. So, based off of that which we just said, asks the Gemara, Mani Masnison. Who is the Tan of our Mishnah? Classical Gemara sense. We 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 iron out what is the Din of the Mishnah. And now that we know what the Din of the Mishnah is teaching us, now we want to find out. So, who's the Tana? Who's the source? Says the Gemara. It seemingly is none of the following three opinions. The Tani, we learned in and of course, each detail here is important as we'll see that each detail is slated from the Mishnah. And that's why at face value, the Mishnah sounds like it's like neither of these three opinions. we learned in It's a mitzvah, it's a positive commandment to support the daughter's Certainly, the sons. Why? Why is it a kavachaymer? Why is there any more of a reason to support a son over a daughter? So we see clearly Rameer is equating sons and daughters. They both have the same level of mitzvah, which of course everyone realizes does not work with the Mishnah, as the Mishnah clearly seem to differentiate something between sons and daughters. Said, you have a mitzvah for sons certainly the daughters why says, Yudah, it's degrading for a girl to go back food at people's doorposts again Rav Yudah is the opposite of Rameir but he has what on the same place this is the to feed the daughters after the father dies you do not have to support either, neither the sons nor daughters. Again, clearly not like the Mishnah. The Mishnah said that there is some level of obligation or a mitzvah to some of them. So we have three opinions, all of them seemingly at odds with the Mishnah. So says the Gemara. Which is a mitzvah. Rameir said it's a mitzvah for the sons, whereas. And the Gemara did not see that there's any mitzvah for the sun. The Gemara seemed to imply that the Mishnah is only teaching us it's a mitzvah for the mitzvah. The same issue, where eight lines to the bottom of the Amid. This is no mitzvah for anyone. So explains the Gemara. We can explain the Mishnah that it can follow E by three lines in the bottom. If you like, and this is how you learn the Mishnah. This you learn the Mishnah. There's no order, the and Rameyer learns not to like being differentiating between the sons and daughters. What right. you then no chiyuv applies simultaneous to sons and daughters. So beethika says Rameah for the daughter. Kaffim Rabanim. So if Ramiya is no difference between sons and daughters in the dinn in of the Mishnah. So why did the Mishnah hone in specifically on the daughter? Ha come ashmalon they teach us a khidhum deshbalan what's the khidish says Rameya like all. The chiddush is that the daughter is not required, but her mitzvahika. So it says not to exclude the son. The son is not required. It only said the daughter because it's a bigger chiddush. Is a bigger chiddush of the daughter that there is no. We can say similarly the Mishnahs like A father is not obligated to support his daughter. Certainly not the But there is a mitzvah on the son. So. So why did the Mishnah say, daughter, it's teaching me that there's no chiyah for the daughter. And finally, there's no obligation to support the daughter. But to the son there's no obligation. There's not even a mitzvah. And since the daughter after the father dies, then there is. So therefore, the Mishnah learned that there is no but after he dies, then there indeed is. So says the Gemara. We began saying that there's the Mishnah cannot concur with any of the three opinions, and the Gemara concludes. Then in reality, it could be the three opinions. We're going to learn that this did in the Mishnah was on the biblical, was on the Daraisa level. Says the Gemara. Comes in Usha, they of Isaf. There's no Daraisa but the Rabbanan came along and said, We're making it You are your sons and your daughters, Kishahin Ketanim, when they are young. And of course, in the Arif, this is indeed the Gemara, But as but this is the indeed the Allah that's brought down in Avan Ezir, Seminay in Aleph. And the other the one is actually out. Al- to provide for his children. Says the Gemara, Now, asks the Gemara, Do we in like this? Says Gemara, we're going to bring a raya. And this raya that we're going to bring is going to be magnified threefold. It's going to be the same raya. repeated it three times. Okay, we the Gemara of Judah, and the Kimber of Judah, and the of Judah, and Rabbi Nimalsa Shadia says, Rabbi Uda, the Yaraib, that's an animal, a jackal, gives birth and he throws it upon the town. This is what Rabbi Yehuda would say when someone is not supporting their children. He would mock them and make fun of them. And he would say, and you don't want to. So what's the Raya? So the Raya, the raya explains. Is that we see there's no you see, and we're just going to highlight in narrow line. We see there's no you can embarrass a person. You can get at him. He's no greater than an animal. But is there an absolute chiyav? There was if there was an absolute chiyav but the money against as well from the fact that we see that we're not doing that, but rather we're just getting up. Cruel shows us we do not. Villa. Similarly, 15 lines down, the first word line is, Asu. when they came up the, Rav Chista, Rav said a similar line, he said, turn over a mortar in public, basically, you know, get on your uh, soapbox and announce, the orva, the raven wants its children, this it guy doesn't again, greater than a raven. So ask the Gemara parenthetically, <laughs> Is it true that a raven likes its kids? That to the children of the raven that they call out, seemingly showing us the ravens do not take care of their children and they have to call out, When the ravens are white, then the don't recognize them and they don't necessarily take care of them. But when they turn black, the parents recognize them and then the parents again um, again, a second raya. There's like not a proper ticcana that we can go and take away money from this guy because he's not supporting his kids. But embarrass him in public. And finally, a third raya. a Do you want your children to be fed? Again, we see that we're not going to take away money against this raya. We're going to embarrass him. In public. So seemingly, for the Dina to Gamara, we are not basketing like Rav Illa. And says the Gamara, on this that we just said we do not basket like Rav Ilah is not. And here's the line. It's only if the person is not wealthy, if the person is not of means to actually support his children. However, but if he has the means, we do indeed force him. To take care of his children. And it explains the Gamarak Ya de Rava Kaifid arami Nasamarami Vabik Minat force of Nazarami and took from him down me as usilit staqah and took out of him four hundred Zod for Sakah in order to take care of his children. And then that, that do we pass it like Ravillah? Yes and no. No, but if the person is wealthy, then we do indeed pass it like <speaking in a Spanish> Once we learn one of Ravilla, we bring down a second. Ba'usha and Usha writes over all his properties to his sons, who <speaking in a Spanish> Even though he gives away all his properties to his children, while he and his wife are alive, he is providing properties. some <speaking in a foreign language> You're telling me, Allah, you're telling me that we support a husband and cho- wife from his own estate if he gives it away to his children. But they asked that we learn to more. Even after husband dies, the estate that's given to his children, she still gets supported from it. Mi, excuse me if an almana gets supported certainly he and his wife will so what over here that he and his wife get supported that's posh it. if even an almana after he dies gets supported certainly he and his wife will. And we see this from the shalach be begarta Ravin sent in 11 so died and left over a, a wife and daughter do- the wife gets supported. Nisa gets married. His ex-wife still gets supported. Misa Abbas. lets you the daughter, new son, or more inherits the father. Still, he says by me. Amru and they said even after he dies, Amunasin is zayin a chasaf. Amunasin what are you telling me? It's Pashit. If even the almana, even after he dies, even after the daughter dies, the almana gets. Certainly the wife would get. So explains the gama'u, alma'u, the I would have thought, asamu, the tarach. Maybe over there, the reason why he gets supported after he dies, the reason is because there's no one to be matriach for him. There's no one to provide for the wife and daughter. So maybe that is the reason why they get, but in our case, with a husband, with a father, is still alive, maybe, we say, listen, you wrote away all your properties, to your children, so I, ah, you need food, I, ah, your wife needs food, so go and get a job for them, Kamash so that's the chadish, that even though, you would think, they would still be able to get it, still, the chiddush is you get supported from those properties, and we conclude with one final shayla. Says the gemara five lines on the bottom. like Do we paskin like like the second takana? Do we paskin that indeed the wife and husband get supported from the estate, even after he writes it away? Where in front, He bent down and he kissed. Rav Yenison on his foot. My eye, what are you doing? Kissing Rav Yenison's feet. On my left Kissing Rav The reason is because this man wrote over all his nechas to his children, turning over to tomorrow's daf. And still, I forced them to feed him. Even though he wrote away all his possessions, I forced the kids to feed him from those possessions if you're gonna tell me we do not like now it makes a lot of sense that we that they were forced to make the children support them from that estate because it's not really that but he forced them to do it. And that's why he's kissing him. Well, you have to force him. So we see clearly again, like the second taikana. We do not bask in like the second taikana of uh, either. And tomorrow we'll pick up from the third taikana that Ilah is going to say over that they were misakin in Usha.